experience is sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a food delivery service providing only organic meat and produce. The other night I used HelloFresh to make a honey glazed cantaloupe. With a white wine vinaigrette. Floating in a bok choy stew. Garnished with a lima bin salami reduction. All served over top of an indentured servant's naked body. It's the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. Still haven't changed the name. I've been asked to change the name. But now, honestly, I I really like it. I wouldn't choose any other name. I think I nailed it. Today, our guest is Joe Shelby. Sound familiar? He's been on the podcast before. Really great episode. Listen to Joe's old episode. Then listen to this one. Actually, finish this one out. They're not like part one and part two or anything. We had a lot of fun. Talked about life, the world, global warming, Donald Trump. I feel like we need to stop making jokes about Donald Trump. I feel like it's either a threat and it's a problem and we need to take it seriously and not make jokes about it. And if it is a joke, it's been done. That's how I feel. Getting That's not even political. I'm just sick of hacky jokes. All right. Let's do this episode with Joe Shelby. I'm into, I'm into Buddhism. I just like quotes. I like quotes. I, f- I feel like there's a ton of, man, whenever I say something like this where I'm like, I really like Buddhist quotes, I can't think of one quote. Yeah. I like the idea of, I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, like killing, killing your Buddhas or killing your, if you see the Buddha on the road, kill it. The yeah. idea being, um, if you see, like, if you see, if you're chasing someone, if you're like striving to be like someone, like you respect them a lot and you're trying to follow their path on the road, don't kill your Buddha, kill the Buddha on the road. Because you'll, it'll only lead to disappointment. Following, yeah, it's like fake. You're, uh, no, I know what you're saying. Following your ideal. Yeah. Because you, you think this is the path to success. I want to be like this person, and there is no possible way that their path to success is the same. Is going to be the yeah, same as yours. It never is. No, yeah. I think that even is like very true with like, like doing comedy and stuff. Like so many times, I'm like, dude, I really, Robin Williams, that guy's awesome. Or like yeah. Rory Scovel, that guy's awesome. Right. Or like whoever is like. It's like, that guy's awesome. So it's like, maybe if I was a little more like Robin Williams, you know, then I would, people would be like, this guy's great. He's right. going to be, or if I was, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Because you want to emulate things, successful things. Right. Follow this, like walk in the footsteps. Right. And you'll be there. But then you're just going to be like, is it like Macklemore that talks about like being compared to Eminem? Where everyone's oh. like, dude, you're like Eminem. You're not really that sweet. Right. And it's like. Macklemore could be sweet, but he's not ever going to be Eminem just because they're like, or like the Wallflowers, like Jacob Dylan and Bob Dylan. It's yeah. like, do you look and sound like your dad and that dude's the best? Yeah. There's nothing. You're just going to be a, people are going to go see you because it's kind of cool to see someone. Bob Dylan's kid. Yep. That's yeah. all. It's the same thing when people say, oh, I want to be the next yada yada. I want to be the next. Robin the next Williams. Lil Yachty. Yeah, you want to be the next Lil Yachty? Yeah. Is that who you want to be? That's me. That's what I've been striving for. Well, <laughs> I think you can get there. But yeah, people, 
I don't know. It's interesting because it's people that are trying to replicate that. They see, I want to be that, and you can't. You got to, that's what makes someone good is because it's, they found it. They found what they can bring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, before we get going. Yeah. Do you want to go to an open mic in Pasadena at seven o'clock? Let me think about it. All right. Where, where is it in Pasadena? He just said, I'm going to an open mic in Pasadena. He's trying to go to a cigar lounge beforehand and smoke cigars. Okay. Let me let me think about it while you're talking during the podcast. Sure. I like, won't listen at all, and I'll just like contemplate whether. No, me too. Go I'm gonna not. be because it depends what time. With stuff like that, I'm. I don't feel guilty about not going to mics or anything like that. You know, if it's like like something like that, would you see it as like an opportunity where like, oh, I should have, you know. Not mics, no. Not mics. I don't okay. have anything. I haven't really. I've been writing the book and stuff, so it's like I don't really. Yeah. I haven't been writing any jokes as of late. Right. So it's just me going and doing shit that I've already. Yeah. I've already tried. No, I'm like, I'm just gonna do this. Right. You know. You're just gonna go up and go through. It's like when you go to the gym and don't really give it your all. You're just like, I'm just gonna go in and I don't know, maybe just walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes and leave. Right. <laughs> yeah, you just go to. I don't even know. To like say you went. Just say you went yeah. to stay sharp. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Is that what we tell ourselves? I guess. I don't know, man. I think about that too. Cause I'm like certain times like jokes. I'm like, okay, these are in the can. These are in the vault. Right. Every time I do them, it's just, it's a waste of time because it's done. It's in the can. I know it gets a laugh. So why it's not growing me. Right. It's like I'm in my comfort zone. I might as well just stay in my own apartment. That's the thing, too. If you have, like, a really good joke and you take it to an open mic and you're like, this is gold, right. you know, and then you take it there and then it doesn't hit, you're like, is that, am I even funny anymore? You question it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, like, not your, you start doubting yourself. Right. Yeah, no, I have that. I have that, too. It is risky. I do, I don't know. Like, late, like I've been kind of going out a bit, but I'm just doing jokes from like years yonder. Yeah, you, you might know. as well. Yeah, because I just want to get out and you know. And if you do the good stuff now, like when you're you're new, people are like, "Oh, this guy is pretty good." That's what it is. Because yeah. like I try to do the good stuff now, so people respect me. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, this guy's not like a like a you know chaff in right. the wind." You like know? in Cincinnati, if you go to Chameleon every week and you do the same jokes, like this guy doesn't write at all. Right. You know, now it's like, dude, this guy's bringing a game every right. week. Who is this guy? Where'd this guy come yeah, from? Yeah, he's hot right now. Yeah, I felt like, dude, I even had that in Cincinnati a little to a degree. Yeah, because I'd done Motor Writers Night a bunch, okay, yeah. which is once a week, but I'd go like once a month, okay, and I'd write and I'd write jokes for the month because it was so. I didn't want to do comp like I want. I was so like anxious about getting up in front of people, you know, like yeah. everyone. That I'd be like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to write. I'm going to write jokes. That's what I'll do. And I'll, I won't feel guilty about not going out. Yeah. So I'd written all this stuff. So when I came out and I actually started doing comedy with everyone else, people were like, dude, this guy's bringing new jokes every week. Yeah. I mean, they weren't all funny, but some of them were. But it's just in your vault from before. It was in the vault. Yeah. So like, you know, <laughs> six months in, I ran out from the vault. Yeah. And now I'm just like talking about. But you were already like there for you're only there for like a year, right? Yeah. For two years. Almost two. So, but yeah, I mean, I did, I ran out. Yeah. I remember getting that point where I'm like, oh, I have to 
I have to like write jokes. But that's everybody at a certain point. Like if yeah. you're Louis CK and you release an album and then you yeah. have nothing like right after that. So you have to start right again. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm there now where I'm like, dude, I don't have, I don't even know. I don't even remember how to write a joke. That's, I feel like you have to feel like that though. Like sometimes I like to go out and bomb just to be like, oh, I'm terrible. I better get to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because if you go out and crush it every night and then you're just like, like if you do your best jokes every night. Right. What are you learning? Yeah. That's your, that's your five joke. Five minutes are funny. It's boring too. Right. Yeah. You're just like, oh, the same thing that right. I do every time. I like eating it. Right. Yeah. It can't. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Cause it does, it makes you, it'll make you feel alive. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm trying. I'm not, it's getting out of your comfort zone. Right. Talking of doing like some new joke about abortion and then it eats <laughs> like total it shit. It didn't work. Oh, I didn't do the abortion uh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got some hot stuff on abortion. Yeah. But no, it's, you know what I mean? Something like that where you're like, I'm going to do this thing and I have never done it before. And it's like a topic that people don't want to hear a straight white dude talk about. And then you do it, you eat shit. And you're like, well, you know, it feels good in that way. Right. You're not playing it safe. Right. Yeah. You can't get used to bombing though. No, that's no. dangerous. That's what I've seen, though. Right. I've seen that with people where I'm like, oh, dude, this guy, he's bombed so many times that he gets up and he's, like, expecting failure. Yeah. So he doesn't even try anymore. Have you ever seen, that, like, Neil Hamburger? Yeah, I know Neil Hamburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's, like, like purposely bombing or like writing bad terrible jokes is that what he does yeah and then he has like you know have like five or six beers in his arms and he'll like take one and then take like two and just like he's like a mess of a person yeah and it just but it's so funny because you know he's doing it it's funny oh it's it's one of some of my favorite he's professor blastoff the that podcast i don't know oh okay he does run a show here i think it's on sundays at this place the satellite yeah, that's him. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. He, he's worth checking out. Yeah, I've heard his stuff. Yeah, I fucking love it. It's just bad stuff and he just drinks beer the whole time? Yeah. Is he doing a bit like he's trying to drink away the... I guess. Like, this is... I don't really know a lot of his stuff, but I do yeah. remember this. This is my one of my favorite jokes anyone's ever told. He goes, Why did the... Uh, um, gay... Um, why did the gay... <laughs> gay 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 and he just like keeps saying that and coughing yeah. and just like repeating it's like five minutes it's just like why the gay guy cross the street yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, <clears throat> gay 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 <laughs> and i went with like my one of my buddies and his girlfriend was like a big feminist yeah and she just like walked out at that moment and i was just like this is why he does that joke it's right. so fucking funny it gets a response too. yeah it's so good dude i like i like weird stuff like that yeah i hate when people go out and they're like so the other day i'm like I don't care about Fuck your day. Fuck your day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one, you would you like right. see a homeless guy who right. give one of those jokes? So I grew up Catholic. It's oh. like, dude, fuck, we already heard it. All right? right. You ate the fucking Jesus bread. Right. You got raped by the Pope. We yeah. all fucking well, heard we know it. you didn't, right. but you're doing bits about it. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. It's, that's, it's funny. I was talking about this with uh, Andrew Rudick. Been on the podcast before. Um, but we were talking about when someone gets up to do stand-up for the first time, there is all, it's almost textbook, the jokes they do, and like the way they do comedy. It's interesting 
there's like these common themes that they'll do and this common cadence they'll have. They'll just adopt it for their first time doing comedy. They'll tell a joke about like homeless people or they'll do like a joke about like, oh, people, I look like I'm gay. Like people think I'm gay or something like that. There's like this, I mean, and every demographic has it, but they have like first time doing stand up. It's a similar set to everyone doing it. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? Well, yeah, but I think it's because you're like, you're like, that's what stand-up is. Who are they emulating, though? Who do you think it is? I don't know. I don't know. I think of what, it's like the version of what you think stand-up is supposed to be. Yes. Like, no one's coming in with, like, a wild new approach to it on their first time, because you're like, right. it's kind of like when you get a job in an office where you have to wear a suit, and then you're like, you're like brand new, but you put the suit on, too, just so you, like, fit in with the other people that are wearing suits. You know yeah, what I'm you saying? don't want to stick out. Right. You just want to you just want to slide by. Right. You just want to be another five You don't want to look the like the new guy yeah. right off the bat. Cuz if you go in with like something like I don't know, say like Mitch Hedberg, if he was Mitch Hedberg when he first started, people right. would have been like this guy's a fucking this guy's terrible. Right. What does this guy think he's doing? He's not doing comedy. Right. That's for damn sure. Right. But then yeah. he like failed for so long and eventually became the Mitch Hedberg that he is. Yeah. So then now people are like, oh, this guy's a genius. But before he was probably like, I don't know, like doing some different shit, like telling stories about. Yeah. He wasn't the one line and high drug addict guy. Right. He was doing it wrong until he wasn't. Right. Yeah. That's. Yeah, it's like a happenstance. You just like come across what, who you really are. Just like. Yeah, man. I think that's like a beneficial thing about stand up, though is that is like i think a lot of people aren't self-actualized and i think they could be not even try to be successful in stand-up but just if they did stand-up comedy they might realize like who they might discover something about themselves right you know because i remember like i did the go bananas week where i featured like two or like a month ago yeah and uh my girlfriend's whole family came out and her sister used to live here so like she has seen me do stand-up a bunch and she was like that was the best I've ever seen you do. Yeah. And then she, I guess she was talking to Tilly and she was like, that was him like as himself more than I've ever seen him before, like on stage. Yeah. And I've been doing it since I was 19. Right. And then like, like there have been times when Tilly would come out and she'd be like, you're doing something up there where you're just like trying to be like too cool or something. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was like, what does that mean? You know? Yeah. And it's just like, Finally, I do feel like as like right now, I'm finally coming into like my own of it rather than before I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to try to be Robin Williams or I'm going to try to be fucking like, right. Do Rory Scove or I'm going to tr- do something like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You were, you were trying. Right. Cause I really liked what they would do, but it's also like, that's not really me. Yeah. You know, it's who I think I, I might, I'm like, I could be that. Yeah. I could be that. And it's like. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's you trying something. Trying something. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try to be cool. Yeah. Try to be cool on stage. Right. Who doesn't want to be cool? Like, the Fonz? Who doesn't love the Fonz? Right. Yeah. And then Tilly's like, you're being, you're, and it's obvious to her, because she knows you the best. She can be like, you're being like a different, weird guy. Yeah. That nobody. But I think when we're like up on that stage by herself, we like, we all have like certain things we don't like about ourselves or things we wish we could change. So then yeah. we try to like 
maybe change them because everyone's focusing and looking at us. Right. So it's like, you know, I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was just like, what's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. You guys like pussy and weed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's cool, man, because that's hip hop right. and that's what I listen to, bro. Right. But I'm not, I'm a fucking you're white not. dude from the suburbs. I'm not right. hip hop. Yeah, you're like, it's, it's, it's effort. Yeah. Dude, trying, not cool. Yeah. Like putting in effort to like maintain an image. It's right. just like gross. Right. It's nasty. Right. You know? I mean, I think it's the same. I think it's the same with like uh yeah, I'm 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 good with going this direction. But girls too. I think that's there's like girls and guys and guys and guys and chicks and chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I got to include it all. I don't even yeah, whatever. Like you do that, you try to like I cuz everyone's guilty of it. They're like, "What? What is cool? This person needs to think I'm cool." They yeah. need to see. I need to like cut out the chunks of my like my body or my life that I think are embarrassing and present this cool hip hop dude. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it can I don't know. I think it can work, but it doesn't scale. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't maintain it for long. Right. No, cuz it it is like say they figure you out. They're like that's not you. Like, right. My buddy would be like, "Dude, you're He's like, you know, it was cool, Andy Kindler. And he's like, Andy Kindler is cool because he's the same on stage and off stage. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But I was like, I also think one of the best specials I've ever seen in my life is Gilbert Gottfried's Comedy Central special. Right. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And people say that's not even like his real voice, you yeah. know? Or like Larry the Cable Guy, he doesn't even talk like that. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, what is cool? Is it being authentic or is it like having success? Yeah. You know? Because you don't really know the formula. Like, yeah, like you were saying, you can't follow in someone else's footsteps because it's not your footsteps. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I know what you're saying. I guess on the on the aspect of someone creating a character and then like presenting that character on stage. Yeah. Um, I would say that that is a part of that person. Do you know what I mean? Like Gilbert Godfrey is really like, yes. yeah, why? Yeah, that's probably not the, a good yeah, impression of him. Miyago. Yeah, like he—that is who he is. Yeah, that's, I mean, there. I think people can have different facets of themselves, uh, but it is them, right? It's just not the per. They're not that person all day because a lot of times, like that person doesn't fit into society, right? But they do fit in. As that's a why performer. it's fun to watch because you're fun like, this guy's full. This guy's a person. This is fucking crazy, right? So it's, I don't know, I guess if you're self, self-aware and you're like, oh, I'm turning into Miyago, I'm not going to be Gilbert for now, you know, right. you can do that. But I don't know. Cause even but it's like, like you don't know until you try it though. Like if you don't try, if you're like, I love fucking Miyago, yeah. I'm going to try to be like, I'm going to do a set like that. Yeah. You know? Try it. Because it is like, how did Gilbert Godfrey become that or fucking Larry the Cable Guy become that if- right. They didn't ever try that. Exactly. It sucks that they weren't funny as themselves, and they had they have to rely on that. Yeah, I don't even think it sucks though. I'm sure they're do they're having they're having they're a great rich, time, dude. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Right. I think it's I don't know. You try different. I mean, I, I think it's fine. You know, you just do what works, man. Yeah, and it is you. It's you, especially if someone like comedy's different because nobody's trying to be cool. You know, right. 
So nobody's trying to be a cool dude. It's like cool dudes aren't funny, man. You ever see like a surfer guy? Surfers yeah. aren't funny. Right. They're cool. Or like Theo Vaughn. He's just like jacked and good looking and you're like, yeah, dude, fuck you, dude. You're funny. Yes. And you're good looking. It's like the Mannings. It's like you're fucking the best quarterback and now you're going to fucking do the SBs and you're going to own all the Papa Johns. Yeah. Fucking asshole. He I, he doesn't get that from me. I don't get that resentment toward Peyton Manning. Uh, Tom Brady is more, sure. maybe more what I'm talking about. You know, I used to be, oh man, I can't talk about Tom Brady anymore. <laughs> I love him so much. I used to be, watch the Brady Six. And you'll be like, is that oh, a, he's a, the- 30 for 30? It's, uh, no, it's similar though. It's ESPN, but it's, uh, you'll realize he's just like the most humble mama's boy, nice guy of all time who just worked hard as fuck and became the greatest. No, he's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's not bad at football. I mean, that's nothing you can say about that. No. Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. Added. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, I know what you mean about Peyton Manning or whatever. Cause you're like, you can't, I think you can be, you can do it in a way. Cause I think he does it in a way where he's aware of his flaws. Like he knows he has like a big head and stuff. Yeah. And I honestly, he just never to me seems like he takes himself too seriously. No, he's like great on uh, SNL. He's like one of the best um, guests, yeah. you know, when he's on there. It's like, I look forward to watching Peyton Manning. Dude, when he did that thing with the kids and he, like the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. Yeah. And he's like teaching the kids how to do drugs and stuff. He's so funny. Yeah. I think he had, like, I, I just like that so much when like an athlete doesn't take himself too seriously. They're just like, whatever, man. I'm throwing a ball, having a good time. Right. Like, you couldn't have Allen Iverson on SNL. No. He would fucking go off. Yeah. He's, yeah. Any type of thing that would make him look like an idiot or yeah. something like that, he'd be like, I'm not doing that. Right. I'm not going to wear a dress or something like that. But the thing, maybe, because, like, Peyton Manning kind of came from, like, a good good upbringing, whereas, like, Allen Iverson was, like, always kind of, like, you know, kind of had the rough end of the Like the little like man, stick. like, edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. May you know what? Pro- also culturally, yeah, totally culturally. Yeah, one came from like the streets. Yeah, and one was like his dad was a pro quarterback. Right, you know. So, yeah, but no, I know what you mean. I just say yeah, I I like that about athletes or actors or something. Anyone that I mean, even in life though, with people that take themselves too seriously, it's just. That's a peeve yeah, it's of a, mine. It's kind of a douche. Dude, what about this? Here's the, like, you're just getting me on peeves now. <laughs> you're too mellow. I feel like you're, you're going to be like, you're going to tell me to relax when I say this. No, lay it on me. All right. I feel like um, people, people that like take themselves, like they take themselves super seriously. <laughs> like they think whatever comedy basketball who who cares whatever people we know they're like oh me i'm great i'm good i'm like better than other people but then they don't take their job seriously whether it's comedy whether it's where you work or whatever they'll do it like they'll do their job they'll show up late though you know they'll expect people to work around them they won't work as a team and they don't contribute or something like that because they think their natural ability is so, you know what I mean? So you like take them there. Yeah, it's fine. So they're like, Oh, I'm going to 
I can afford. It's like a guy that doesn't show up to basketball practice because he's the best on the Alan team. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson doesn't yeah. show up to practice, man. Yeah. Like it's that idea where it's like, oh, I don't have to come to practice today because, like, I don't. I'm I'm better than everyone else. I don't need it. Like, and they. So it's this level. Like you can be cocky, like LeBron James, but LeBron James is a professional. Shows up on time, practices, practices more than everyone else. Probably practices at home. Probably, when he's done. yeah. He probably doesn't stop, and he probably respect and he respects everyone on his team. He believes he's the best basketball player of all time. Yeah, but probably is, and he is, and he also is a great leader. Great leader. So that drives me nuts when I'm like, dude, you don't even. You think you're better than everyone else. Yeah. And then on top of that, you think it gives you license to be inconsiderate. Should but that's I, what I was saying yeah. too about like. When we were talking about open mics, you yeah. know, it's like when I, when I don't, if I don't go to this open mic later, then I'm going to be like, I had this opportunity to go to practice. Yeah. And instead of going to practice, I went home and played Super Tecmo Bowl or fucking jerked off or like whatever the fuck I might do. Just yeah. and then mope around and be like, I didn't get on stage. And it's like, yeah, dude, your fault. You should have went to the show. That's different though. Sure. But it's still practice. It's still true. But you're only, you're only letting yourself down. Right. I'm trying to, it, like, in that sort of scenario, I think it's, it's on you. If it were something like, let's say, let's say you're doing a show, all right? You and three other dudes. You're each doing 20 minutes, all right? You're all, and you're going to tape it, okay? You're like, okay, we're all going to take this super seriously because we're going to tape this. We're going to try to make it into something, a three-person kind of thing. And you're doing a set, a preliminary rehearsal set at a different space and you say, we're all going to do the same show with, you know, as many people as we can get out just to rehearse and get it down and get it tight. You don't show up. You're like, I did it the other night. I feel pretty comfortable with it. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to play tech mobile. Like I'm, that's what I'm going to do tonight. I don't really want to go. Yeah. So people are counting on you and they're thinking, well, we, we want this to be good. And then the day comes around for the show and you didn't run the bits. You're not prepared, but you're like, well, whatever, I'm fine. I think I'm so good at comedy that you're like, I didn't need it. And then you're like letting other people down because you thought. Yeah, but it, so like stand-up's really kind of like it's hard to golf it, where it's yeah. like, it's not really like a team sport. It's just like a solo. It's you against yourself kind of. Yeah. So like with basketball, it's like, if you let your team down, you're also letting yourself down because then they kind of have animosity towards you. Yeah. For that. But then like this, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not it the same work. thing. You're yeah. right. Yeah. That's why I was trying to make it an example where I'm like, you would have other people counting on you. Right. But in this, yeah, no one's counting on you. Right. It, but that's where it's like, you have to do it for yourself. You have to go to practice. You have to show up. Yeah. And do whatever or else you're, you're Allen Iverson. You're Allen Iverson, <laughs> a Hall of Famer. Right, right. So, yeah. Which should be, that's fine, sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd settle with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It is, some people are good. Some people, some people are good enough to not practice, man. Not me, though. You know? I think you, can, you get to the point, like, I'm sure Allen Iverson, when that came up, he, he was probably like 30. He'd been in the league for eight to 10 years. Right. He's played at Georgetown. He was best in high school. Yeah. Even like when he was younger. So he probably had 20 years. He probably had 50,000 hours worth of basketball. Oh, yeah. So he probably practice wouldn't really take him any further. Yeah. He's not the he, right example. Cause he, right. I'm sure, 
I'm sure that he practiced a shit ton. But even, yeah, to get to where he was. But, right. like, Louis C.K. doesn't need to go do, like, three-minute lottery mics right. at some cafe because he's already has his 50,000 hours in. Right. And he knows what's good. True. Even if he doesn't ever practice it, it, he knows how to make it sound a certain way and write it a certain way to where it's like, this is fun. Like, he just knows it's good. Yeah. He's got an intuition that he doesn't have to do yeah. what we have to do where we have to, like, get validation from other people to right. put it in the comedy bank you yeah know? yeah like iverson's got that stroke where it doesn't matter he could fucking break his wrist and come back six weeks later and he still just has that butter right three-point stroke but he worked hard so hard to get that muscle memory yeah. right down to get it yeah so you got to give him that you like so alan iverson bad example also i heard his buddy died that week when he skipped practice uh, so I didn't I know think about that was, that's that'll yeah. change the game right so i think i don't think he was a notorious practice skipper but there, point being though, there are. Like I remember when I played soccer in college, there was this dude, uh, Obia Gisiobo. Okay, he was from. He sounds good. <laughs> he was as good as his name sounds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just incredible soccer player, man. Dude was jacked as fuck, man. It never worked out, never did anything. But I like, came to practice occasionally. Like, well, he came to practice usually, but sometimes he just like. I remember seeing him at like the cafeteria and I was like, Obi, we have practice. Like, and he was just like grabbing a burger and fries and stuff. I'm like, we have to, you have to go, man. I'm like, you're not gonna have time to eat that. And he's like, oh, I'm not going today. I was like, why not? And he's like, oh, I'm just like tired. I'm like, all right. Sure enough, Obi never shows up to practice. And, and you know, we're at practice. We're like, well, I don't know where Obi is, but yeah, I'm like, what? Well, I didn't want to rat him out or anything. But. Yeah. Sure enough, he just like he just comes to practice, he, like tells coach, he's like, yeah, I just was like tired, kind of tired, wasn't really feeling it, because he's from Nigeria, and Nigeria like that's not a soccer, you don't show up to soccer practice if you don't feel like showing up. Sure. The game, yeah, like whatever. Who it's cares? It's two hundred degrees outside all right. the time. Yeah, there's lions outside on the field. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't feel like risking your life to go <laughs> right, play soccer. Right, right. So he just like he just said it like so matter of factly. But the point, coach still played him. Point being, Obi was good enough. He didn't have to practice. Yeah. He, no, he's like a Tom Brady where he just yeah. got the body and the gift of God yeah. right off the bat where you're just like, I'm the, I'm, I mean, he's great. They're both great. Right. Obi. I've never seen Obi, but he's. He was so good, his dude. His name's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I Obi-Wan mean, Kenobi from Nigeria. Insane, though. He right. could just put the ball on the goal. Yeah. That was it. So yeah. there are people like that. And good on them. But it's like super hot chicks you see like in LA. They'll be eating like in and out and they'll have like the, the double double with the in and out fry, whatever that's called. Oh, the animal sauce, animal, animal style, style or whatever. Yeah, milkshake yeah. and a Coke. And then they still weigh like 90 pounds. Yeah. And then it's like I eat like the same thing and I'm like, I feel like I'm just getting like fucking disgusting. Right. It like just immediately like turned it into fat. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. Certain people have to work hard for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me sick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't... I think most people, though, you just end up... Like, you... I think there's more longevity if you have to work for stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's what they say. Like, you gotta kind of fall down and get back up. Fall down, get back up. Yeah. If you're just, like, the golden child, it's like, what's the fun of being the best... Yeah. If you didn't even have to do anything right. to be the best. You never earned it. Yeah. It just came easy. Like we were talking about like 
Jay-Z's kid or like Kanye's kid, it's like they're going to be able to do whatever they want, design clothes, have albums. Yeah. Besides being an athlete, yeah, they can be. Right. That's what they have to do. Right. The only way they can really earn something is some sort of like physical ability. Yeah, prove prove their worth. Yeah. That's dude, that's actually an interesting thing cuz you're you if you're Will Smith's kid, you are born without the opportunity of having to earn uh prosperity. Yeah. You don't have that option. Right. You cannot You may never it. have the opportunity to like even audition for like a feature film. Right. You know, and this kid is like out of the womb. They're like, what do you want to be in? Yeah. Sure. You're that. Exactly. You want to be in Malcolm X too? You're him. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it doesn't, no question. You can have everything you want. Yeah. Which is cool, but also kind of dangerous. Like, you know? Yeah. Like how Bieber was like such a dick. It's like, yeah, he just kind of earned the right to be a dick, I guess. I don't even, Yeah. You just, you can do that. Yeah. You can just, and, but again, though, he's the one that he, like, I mean, he was talented, man. He yeah. was good. No, he's good. He's good. I mean. Yeah. And he did have to, I mean, he, I mean, I guess in a way, kind of stroke of luck, right? Um, but yeah, I think that's, I don't think he, I think he went kind of crazy and didn't really have a chance to develop as a person. But what would you do though? Yeah. If you were like 19 or 20. And you just have like a billion dollars. It's Be a like shithead. I would have died by now. I would have. Oh. I wouldn't have made it to twenty five. I wouldn't have made it to the second album. I would have been like cocaine, hookers. I'm out. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think you reach a point. I think once you do that, once you do cocaine and hookers, I don't yeah. think you stop. Right. Because if you're doing cocaine and hookers at nineteen, where do you go? Yeah. You're gonna raise a family after that? No, Come on, doubt it. You're gonna have restraint? Yeah. You're gonna develop that? Why would you? You, yeah, yeah, man. I don't think, and that's what sucks. Cause, like, honestly, I mean, think about all those celebrities that like kill themselves, man. That's what it is. Well, I was just watching this Hitler conspiracy theory. What's that? Oh yeah, we're both conspiracy theorists. Yeah, they were saying he didn't, he didn't actually die, like kill himself. That he actually, they took him to Antarctica, and there's like this underground base. That's beside the point. But yeah. I, I, I do think that, like, I kind of think Hitler maybe didn't kill himself. He did escape, but I'm also like. If he didn't, it does make sense he would kill himself because he had everything. And then if he gets captured or something, you know what I mean? Right. He, is, he was the king. You can't go, you can't go backwards once you're the fucking at the pinnacle of life. Yeah. You know? You got all the art and Ava Braun. And you're ugly, you're Hitler, and you're yeah. just getting older. It's like, you might as well kill yourself, dude. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. You, yeah, I mean, he did, he worked so hard. And he got <laughs> so far. Right. You know? Yeah. But... Yeah, he's just seeing this monumental setback of him, like, what, being war crimes and being tried no for all other that option. shit. Even yeah. if you had to move from Germany and you have, like, 15 castles and, like, all this respect, and then you have to move to Antarctica, Yeah, I would still consider killing myself at that point. Because that's not, you're going to live, they say they live underground, you know, they have, like, tunnels. Right. There's, like, this underground city. And then it's like, you're going to go from that to that? You couldn't. I, how could you? You'd, you'd get bored. Yeah. You wouldn't... Imagine living your entire life with this, you know, this uh, ideology that you're pursuing to, like, create a new world order and make a, you know, a, this, like, human race 
just like totally change it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I have to live in Antarctica right. off the grid. But think about this. So like the Aryan race is just like, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, white people, which is essentially Antarctica. You know, it's the snow's white, the water's blue. You know it's what? Perfect. Maybe, maybe he is, is there. there. He's still alive. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be. <laughs> Not so bad. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I know what you're saying though. I think, yeah, it's, uh, you've heard, dude, I, it's, uh, this guy, do you ever heard of Dan Bilzerian? No. He's this dude. He's super, like, he's an Instagram star, okay? And he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's an Instagram star, basically. There's tons of pictures of him with, like, hot girls and, like, tons of money shooting guns and, like, just loads of hot girls. Like, insane. But, and he lives this lifestyle. He was, like, a Navy SEAL and stuff. Like, really interesting guy. But he, like, has sex with tons of girls. He's, like, a poker star or whatever. But he talked about this, like, idea of, it's another Buddhist thing. Which, we haven't gotten to yours yet. You gotta read. But here's my (laughs) Buddhist thing. He's talking about like his life and like based on perspective and like how everything's your happiness is based on your perspective. So the idea is like, like this, uh, this guy gets, uh, I don't know, like wild horses. It's like out on the farm somewhere, a bunch of wild horses like end up in his farm. Okay. And he's just like, they all came and ended up settling there. Now he can sell all these wild horses. And people are like, oh, isn't this great for you? And the guy says, uh-huh, yeah, maybe. Uh, and then one day, like, the wild horses end up trampling his son and, like, breaking his ankle so he can never walk again. And everyone's like, oh, isn't this awful for you? And he's like, uh, maybe, we'll see. And then the next year, the military ends up drafting his son to fight in war, but the son can't be drafted because he's... He has the broken ankle and they say, oh, well, isn't that fortunate for you? And he says, maybe it's this idea that it's like, it's all your perspective, what you're going through and understanding that it's just different. It may not be better. It may not be worse, but it's going to be different. Yeah. You haven't made it yet. Yeah. Which I think is pretty. It just made me think it's like, maybe that's why like people don't really seem to make it through like cancer, you know, because it's like such a damning thing. Like if you're, so if you hear you have cancer, you're like, uh, like if someone's like, you have six months to live, you know, you have yeah. cancer and you're like, oh fuck dude, it's over. Yeah. Just the mindset around that to get out of bed again or to like, like who fucking cares? You might as well smoke cigarettes and right. do all this other, eat McDonald's cause you have butt cancer, dude. You right. got six <laughs> yeah. months to live. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Wait, if you, if you are healed. No, I'm saying that's why it's so hard for maybe people to like survive cancer because it's such a mental, like a mind fuck oh, of a thing. So it's difficult to not indulge in everything? Or just to like let it beat you down because you're just like, the, per- the perspective, like the mindset behind it, you're just like, I'm fucking dead. The doctor said I have six months to live. Like, what's the point of even trying? Do they, maybe they shouldn't tell people that they have six months to live. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle is in like, he was in ICU. He had like heart failure. Yeah. And he's kind of like one of the youngest uncles in my family. He's like in his fifties and the doctor, he like made it through. He's like awake now and he's like still in the hospital out of Uh ICU. But the doctor was like, you're not going to make it out of here. And then he just like fired him. He's like, don't fucking come back in here. You know, I think that's tight. Cause it's like, I don't want someone to tell me I'm going to die. I'd rather just fucking die. You know? 
Yeah. Like if I get a lump on my throat right here, I'm just going to be like, dude, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to be diagnosed with cancer. I won't be able to get my mind around that, you know? Well, yeah, that's because someone, him saying like, you're not going to like, dude, why would you even? Yeah, I get that though. To fire the guy and be like, you have given up on me. Right. You just said So you're that. not going to try. You think I'm a lost cause. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, to kind of have that human spirit of thinking you can, that this isn't the end. Yeah. And that the cancer will, whatever. Well, it's, it's someone's whole job to, like, know the human body, and they say that, you're like, well, this guy's, like, if you take your car into okay. fucking mechanic, and they're like, engine shot, dude, you know, and you're like, oh, fuck, that's going to be expensive. Yeah. But really, it ha- wasn't. It was just like the spark plug or something. You know right. what I mean? But you just start assuming because the mechanic who knows everything, you're not a car guy. You're, it's not your job. Right. You know? You trust the expert. Right. Yeah. Doctor says you're done. You're like, yeah, I guess I'm pretty much done. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that has to be, dude. I don't even know if I'm making sense. I drank so much fucking coffee. No, dude, that makes, yeah, that makes sense entirely. I think, yeah, it's got to be hard to be diagnosed with that sort of I don't even know I don't even think I would feel bad if I was like diagnosed I think being diagnosed with cancer and having to experience chemotherapy and stuff would really suck but I think if someone if I was like dying peacefully you know like my body was shutting down but I wasn't in pain I don't think I'd even be that disappointed by it yeah you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like my life, but I'm, like, aware enough to know that, like, good things happen, bad things happen. Like, Right. We're going to die at some point. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I just don't want to be, like, I don't want to suffer. Yeah, I don't know if I would take the chemo. I might just be like, dude, I'm just going to... That's. I think that's actually when I would start doing heroin, to be honest. Yeah, just start, like, experiencing yeah. some stuff. Yeah. And then realize that I was actually, like, the next John Coltrane... And I should have been doing heroin this whole time. There you go. That's, that's what I'm scared about. Biggest fear. That's legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I... I don't know if I'd... What I... It, okay, 50-50. That's what he says. He says 50-50 chance of survival. The chemo knocks you down, like, so much. Like, yeah. You, you really are, like... Sick. Right. And then what are your days like? So you make it through that. Yeah. What's it like after that? Yeah. But, okay, here... You do, after that, let's say you make it through. You powered through. You've gone through chemo. You've been miserable. You've been sick. You puked your guts out. All right? Yeah. Now, your cancer has entirely, what is it? What do they call that? Remissed. Remissed, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's gone completely. Yeah. Now, imagine your life now, though. Imagine that perspective to be like. Yeah, you look death right in the eyes. Yeah, and then you just, you've seen it. You've seen the worst. I think now you're just like everything's gravy yeah right i don't know so there's this dude at go bananas his name's al or mclevy's uh-huh. his name's al he's like an older guy 60s you probably know him yeah yeah. and uh he used to always be around when i was there and then I, when i was back in town he was like he's like man i don't know if you heard the good news uh cancer's gone and i was like man that's fucking great you know yeah and he's like drinking and like partying and stuff yeah. and then he's like he's like yeah but you know it's gonna come back it's gonna kill me and i was like oh, see yeah. like that's just every day you're thinking that like you made it but 
that's the thing anyway. You're gonna I die anyway. That. I mean, yeah. I mean, we might die right after this or right now. You don't know. Like, yes. That's how I think. Yeah. You don't think. Okay. So when you leave here, you get in an Uber. Yeah. How much of you is thinking I could die pulling onto the ten? Dude, I'm thinking your cat right now could switch her mind and just fucking attack me and kill me right now. Yeah, she's done it before. So die on the 10, 90% chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think about, I feel like that all the time. Yeah. When I drive a car, I'd say half the time when I like start my car, uh, I think- think there's going to be a bomb in it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'd say I half the time think I'm going to get hit by a car. Yeah. That's how I think I go. Yeah. Not a great driver. But also, neither is anyone. Everyone's on their phone or, like, yeah. switching the radio or, like, putting on makeup. God, yeah. everyone in L.A. is such a bad driver. They are. Yeah. Me, uh, myself included, man. Yeah. I'm terrible. Yeah, me too. I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not myself. Yeah. I think about how bad of a driver I am, and I'm like, there are people as bad as driver as me and are shit-based. Right. And I'm like, this is... People are like, oh, he might get cancer. Ooh, Trump might blop. Trump might this. Yeah. Or this or that or the world or the, the right. volcanoes. And I'm like, dude, you're going to die in a car accident in 10 minutes. How about you stop <laughs> yeah. sweating? Right. You know? Death's everywhere. Right. So just be grateful that the volcano's not erupting now. Right. No, especially like when you like, I try really not to watch the news. Oh, yeah. But like, even just like, I, I just got Snapchat a little bit ago. And it'll always have like the stories and it'll be like CNN stories. And it's like every day there's like somebody fucking ran someone over with a car. They yeah. ran over like 20 people or like they shot somebody at a concert. And it's just like, dude, you can get killed really at any point. Yep. You know, you like, can anything. Yeah. Like it's more dangerous to be alive right now than it is than it was to be in like 1818 where they're like a bear might get you. You might get what's right. it called? Cholera, cholera. Yeah. Fucking who knows? Yeah. You might just get frostbite. Yeah. It's they can't dangerous. deal with it. You get frostbite. Right. It's infected. Cut it off, you're dead. Yeah. Put some yeah. whiskey on it. <laughs> it's like Godspeed. Yeah. Hope you don't die. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, but now, I mean, even I was thinking about this dude. Uh, he was in a movie called Green Room, but he was like an actor coming up, like, you know, kind of hot star or whatever. Parked his car, walked behind it. It had like the e-brake on, but it wasn't, you know, it just backed into him, pushed him up against a brick wall, killed Dead, him. Dead, yeah. It's like, dude, it could happen to you. And that guy's life was just going in the right direction, probably. Yeah. He just got his first oh, nice yeah. role. He was like, he was going to be like, you know, the next kind of guy. Yeah, or like Paul Walker. Yeah. Or like, uh, what was the guy's name from the Joker and Batman? Oh, yeah. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah. It's like, he, I think he won the Oscar right there, and that was like his first Oscar. Yeah. And it's just like... Yeah. Fuck, dude. Doesn't matter. Right. You weren't even alive to see your proudest moment. That's crazy. But even that, that, your proudest moment, who cares? Yeah, but it's pretty cool to be like, the thing you've been working hard for, that you lost your mind for. Yeah. You you know what I mean? You kind of, I don't know. You're right. You're right. It's all bullshit. But yeah, this that's is what I'm the saying. saddest podcast of all time. No, I I'm love it, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think this is, I think it's, I don't know. Like, I do you feel like this type of conversation is, uh, I think it's liberating. This is my everyday conversation. Me too. I'm going to wake up and I'm just like, oh, fucking this again? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm more like, okay, this again. This is cool. 
I'm not dead. Like, yeah. I get to do, you know, I try to make every day. I try to make every day the way I want it to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I try to do. Yeah. So. No, I try to, yeah, me too. I try to seize, I try to carpe the DM out of the day. Yeah, you got to DM that carpe, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I and, feel you. But it is also just like, yeah, I'm going to die. Yeah. Everyone's going to die. And then it's like, it's really kind of meaningless. Like, even if you do win the Oscar. Yeah. You're still dead as fuck. Like, you're still. Just bones. When man. was the last time you watched, you know, that Batman, The Dark Knight? Nah, I haven't seen it for a while. I didn't yeah. even like it that much when I saw it. I thought it was all right. It was Michael good. Keaton, that was when my Batman was good. Yes. The cartoons. We talked about Right. Yeah. That's where it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah, Heath Ledger is now rolling over in his grave. Yeah. Because his legacy is tarnished because we don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck you, Heath Ledger. Yeah. See? No, I'm just kidding. He's all right. He's great. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've recently talked about this on the podcast, but you know, you one day no one will ever say your name again. Right. So don't worry about your achievements and your legacy just every day. Right. Have fun. Make yourself happy. Make yourself happy. Dude, there really aren't like very many people. Like you might talk about Hitler forever. Yeah. Napoleon. Right. Buddha. You might talk about Buddha. Jesus. He seemed to be, a lot of people are talking about him still. Yeah. He's still pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. George Washington. People are into him. I think you just fucked up George Washington's name. George Washington. Which proves your point. <laughs> Washington? Yeah. There you go. That's how my dad says it. Is so it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I knew you were. Yeah. yeah. But even now, it's like, he's remembered, but people just like, he's a goof. Fucking his name yeah, up. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. And rightfully so. Fuck America. Yeah. Who cares? Why'd you have to start this thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's funny because it's eventually, though. You have to start this yeah, thing. Like, who cares, yeah. man? But it's, it's like, it's all gonna end. Yeah, it's happening right now. It's all ending now. Yeah, and people are like, oh, but I just got my master's in psychology. Right. What and about me? What are you? <laughs> what about me? Yeah. I'm just beginning my legacy. Yeah. No, but this is like the pinnacle of society. It is even just like, where would we go from here? Like. We all have cell phones, the best restaurants. Yeah, man. So much good music, so much good TV movies. Right. Fucking, you just got a TV for $90. I did. You know? I love it. It's, dude, it's insane. Yeah. People, and this is, I think even now, you know, people are like, oh, what a messed up world we live in. It's crazy. It's all going to, like, do you, have you, like, taken a history class? Have you? I'll admit you, to it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, you read about, like, the French Revolution and, like, like Spanish Inquisition and all these times. I'm like, yeah, those were the fucked up times. Right. It's pretty chill right now. Right, so some right wings don't like gay or trans <laughs> yeah, people man. right now. It's like, okay, but you guys are still living your lives. Like, things are pretty awesome. Still watching your $90 TV. Yeah. yeah. Cops are, are killing black people still, which yeah. has been a thing since fucking the dawn of time, it seems yes. like. They've always had the short end of the stick but it nobody is like, even cared there was a time where nobody even cared right you know and they're still not they're still getting all letting all the cops off but it right. is like we're closer you know to like yeah making it more like it is kind of still unfair but it is like it's come a long way it's still yeah yeah but i guess that's why we have to keep standing like protesting and like right sharing viral videos on facebook do you think that's effective it makes me watch them. I mean, otherwise, I don't know if I would really see, you know, some guy get shot in the passenger seat of his car when the, there's a, his child's in the back and his girlfriend's in the 
other seat. Right. I don't know if I would really see it. Although I do, yeah, go down the rabbit hole on YouTube a lot of times. Dude, I, yeah, because I'm, I discovered that one that was in Cincinnati. Yeah. Kind of on my own. Man, that was fucked. That, it, it is crazy, man. So I guess, yeah, you're right. In some sense, it is kind of good for us to be aware. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it is, but it is like, I don't think it's changing anything by it getting 10 million views or like you sharing it or me sharing it or. But, oh yeah, I would agree with you 10 seconds ago, but I feel like it might be helping, you know? Because I think, what about this? So that cop that got off. Yeah. Um, now his life is kind of forever changed. Yeah. And, but now it's like other cops that maybe are inclined to racism are now on their toes because they're like, wow, that dude's life is in the heater. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Casey Anthony. Yeah. You know, it's like, what do you, where do you go? Who are you? What do you do now? You're hated. Right. So I think in that sense, it creates this even though it's not real active change, but it's like you've created a sense of like other people need to be more conscious of the, their actions because it's fucked up other people's lives. No, I do. Th- I know. I totally agree with that, but I, I feel like at a certain points, like I'll see someone post that video and then you'll see some like typical white girl be like, really this, like, I don't know if you saw the one in Florida where the uh, state attorney got pulled over she was like a black woman. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they were mm-hmm. like, you know, why we pulled you over your plates, didn't come back. Yeah. They're like, who are you? She's like, I'm the state attorney. And they're like, oh, shit, my bad. But then, like, people in the feed would be like, oh, really? They're just, that's what they do. They pull people over. It's like, they pulled her over because she was black. That's what happened. Yeah. Like, but, but it just makes white people even more mad, too, where it kind of creates a divide still. Oh, yeah. I people mean. People want to take a side. Right. You have to have a side. You're either with it or not with it. Yes. It's funny you bring that up because I did watch that video and I had that thought where I'm like, I don't know the whole story. I just watched a minute and 30 seconds clip. Right. And the take that I watched it on was like, can you believe this cop? But I, and then I thought about it. I'm like, well, I do know my, you know, my brother's brother-in-law is a cop and they do run tags. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was kind of this, I was kind of like, this guy has a side of the story too. You know, yeah, and there's it's probably somewhere in the middle. Is the dude a little racist? Is does he pull over more black people? Probably. Yeah, I mean, he lives in Florida. Probably. Probably does. Yeah, dude. you know, but is he a piece of shit? Maybe not entirely. We're all flawed. We all have like we right. all have racist and homophobic inclinations. Yeah, we're all kind of racist, even if you yeah. don't want to admit it. Like, yeah, you're. It's there. If you admit it, you're lying to yourself. And yeah, you're it's not. ingrained in us since. Yeah. Our grandparents hanging out with our grandparents who were probably For racist. Sure. You know? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. man. It's if you deny it, it's that's what's scary. Yeah, when you think you're fine and you're you know totally woke, right? That's when it's like, dude, you if you're not aware that you can approve upon your. Yeah, no, it is creating an awareness, and that is pretty a pretty cool thing. Yeah, but it is creating a divide. Right, but oh, that's I- yeah. There's so much shit to talk about. Yeah. With politics or the news where it is just like you know it's just like mind it's like mind-blowing it's like what do you talk about the fucking right piece of ice falling off in antarctica right trump the cops killing black people right fuck oh it's crazy i think it's it can it can be fun 
No, it is fun. It can be fun if, if you only talk to liberals about it. <laughs> the thing is, though, I don't even like talking to liberals because yeah. I've realized that I'm like, I'm not even a liberal, really. Sometimes liberals will say stuff, and I'm like, this guy. Is. I think it's just all propaganda. I mean, there's just so much noise where it's just like, yeah, you know, is there? Did a piece of ice fall off in right. Antarctica? I'm sure it did, but then I saw a thing where it said. It was going to raise the water levels by like 0.03 milliliters. Right. And I looked up how much that was and it was like three feet. So I was like, so it's just high tide. Right. You know, it's not. Yeah. I mean, if it keeps happening, sure. But it's because the Nazis are in there. Right. Fucking running their heaters. Exactly. Dude, dude it's Hitler you, right? all over again, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I'm connecting that, the dots. Dude, I see it. We've got a breakthrough right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's still Hitler. It is global warming, but because of. The fucking Fourth Reich. The Germans. Yeah. Germany. Cause of all the world's problems. Yeah. Yeah. Glad we got it figured out. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Yeah. What were we talking about? Everything. I mean, we're talking about death. What did I want to go back to? I got it. Yeah. I know. It's the, like you said, your point about it's all noise. It's all, you know, the water went up three feet you know it's all like how do you even know is yeah. this a, does this even matter or right. is this just propaganda of just trying to get you to spook you into you know buying a you know sandbags or something like that yeah so i were to pay to recycle pay to recycle or something yeah yeah it's all people people are trying to benefit everyone's got their own hustle yeah and if they can convince you that something is a threat they can profit from it they're gonna do it but i think that's what it kind of is is because it's like capitalism like we wouldn't buy priuses if there was no threat to the environment you know what i mean there would be no reason to get a tesla or like this like energy efficient car yeah but so now that there's like this whole thing you get like a little tax kickback it's like it perpetuates capitalism where it's like Oh, well, you know what I mean? Like, you right. have to buy more stuff. You have to buy an energy fish and a TV or, like, light bulbs or, like, yeah. refrigerator. Yeah. Wait, do you think people are You think people are doing it as a financial incentive? I, I think that's how, to... like, corporations sell more stuff because it's, like... Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it obviously helps if you have energy efficient stuff. You're, right, you save the money. You save money. Yeah. But it also, it makes you want to buy that stuff because it's better for the earth. It saves you money. And then they sell another microwave or a refrigerator or... Oh, TV. Otherwise, dude. your old fucking fat ass TV, yeah, you know, that man. weighed 55 pounds, you would still be using that. Yeah, but they convinced you, you need a new TV because you're a good person. Right. And you want a better picture. Super, what about Super Bowl? You're not going to watch Super right. Bowl? You're going to watch that on a tube? Right. No way. Yeah, 1080, bro, or else. 1080, bro, or don't. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah. And that's one thing that I kind of like frustrates me is like the consumerism that's wrapped around like being green yeah it's like dude this is just the same consumerism buy new shit but it's wrapped in a like humanitarian way right you're still buying like people like toms or something toms or whatever it's still just like buying shit you don't need right and it's just it's and even like i i mean think about i don't even know if companies need to have some sort of regulations around labeling like a product green. But if they label a product green, like it's green 
like hand soap. People are gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah, no, I do that. Myers hand soap. It's like, yeah. doesn't have the chemicals in it, but it's like, I don't fucking, I don't own a laboratory. I'm just doing whatever this bottle tells me to <laughs> exactly. do. You know? But know you'd think it's better though. Right, no, so whatever. Like, I'll spend an extra four bucks on this 16 ounce bottle of fucking bullshit soap. Yeah. It's, you're a, I don't know. That's when I'm like, you're a sucker, you right. know? No, totally. I'm a sucker too. Yeah. You know, it's just like you, you want to, it's people, everyone's trying to make a buck off you. Yeah. And all you can do is be aware. Right. You know? And there's, it's all out of your control anyway. You can only do whatever you think is right. Right. And then you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Just try. Right. What, okay. What about this? Cause this is like. This is something I think about quite a bit is like, okay, so there are people that deny global warming. All right. Everyone calls them idiots, right? Sure. Um, and says they're the problem with like, what's, you know, this is why there's no, uh, where the ice, ice caps are melting and stuff. In, in my head, I'm like, at least those people genuinely believe that there is no global warming, so they yeah. believe that their actions aren't causing consequences, but you believe that it is happening. It's truth to you, but you do not turn down your consumption at all. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, global warming is happening, but I still don't carpool. I still right. don't take the bus. I still don't recycle. Right. You're not a humanitarian because you recognize that there is global warming. Right. You just watch too many documentaries is what right. happened. Yeah. So, yeah, you're informed. If you're worried about it, fucking walk your ass to work or ride a bike. You're still driving a car? Yeah. Get out of here. Beat it. Yeah. Dude, it's like you're, you're saying, it's like knowing someone's on the edge of a cliff and they're about to fall off. Uh, and, you're, and then someone's like, no, there's no one on the edge of that cliff. And you're yeah. like, you're an idiot. We're looking right at him. He's like, no, nah, I don't think there's a guy over there. And you're like, no, you're an idiot. Meanwhile, nobody helps the guy. Yeah. They're just like, this guy's an idiot. That guy's struggling. And this guy doesn't even recognize it. Yeah. You know? Right. No, I think that's the thing, though. We're all, like, idiots. We've all, like, watched different dick documentaries. <laughs> yeah. Or we all, like, grew up on a different religion. Yeah. We're all, like, so... It's like the whole divide and conquer thing. It's like, we're all at war with our own beasts, kind of. Like, yeah. be it the global warming or war or... Yeah. The president or not the president or like. You get your own answer. Yeah. Everyone's right, but everyone's so fucking stupid. Dude. I love that because that's the, I think, I don't know. That's one thing I really respect is when you can just say, I don't know a lot. Right. I'm not a smart guy. Even if you do read books and you're so smart though, it's like, you only know what this dude wrote in this book who has an agenda. Yes. This guy has an, he's trying to tell you that global warming's not real. Right. And you read it and you have all his answers, but like very few of us are actually going to Antarctica to see the ice cap or like, right. Or whatever. Like when that North Dakota thing, that North Dakota pipeline happened, it's like everyone was on Facebook, like, Oh shit, dude, this is happening. Yeah. But very few people drove their ass to the thing to stand up to the man. Right. But they all had the answers for it. And it's like, you don't know, dude, you weren't there. Yeah. You're not even trying to be there. You're still at work. You're still working for that corporation that is yep. funding the pipeline, you stupid fuck. Yep. That's you, it. Yeah. You still bank at Wells Fargo. What are you talking about? Dude, that's what it, it's that, like you said, 
they don't know the whole story because they haven't driven up there and experienced it. Because yeah. there's a lot of nuance and a lot of facets to that story. Yeah. You know? Uh, and like you said, they're, you know, they work at whatever. Wells yeah. Fargo. Like finances, whatever. Exxon or something. Yeah. Who knows? Point being, that, like, outrage, outrage isn't, don't, like, you're not outraged through a Facebook post. You're not outraged by just bitching. Right. That's just you trying to feel better about your apathy. Yeah. You know? Making yourself feel meaningful somehow even. You're like, well, mm-hmm. if I watch this video, at least I'm woke to the idea yeah. of the pipeline or this black guy dying from this white cop. Right. You know? But like if I saw, right, say if it was right out of your building right now and there was a white cop pulling over a black guy and he was like, get on the f- your fucking knees. Yeah. And say if there was a shot or something. I'm not going to go outside and tackle the cop. Absolutely Or not. do anything. I'm just yeah. going to walk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking hide under your bed with yeah. your cat. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure, yeah. dude. The cat will probably stop the whole racial Hopefully. injustice fucking thing. Fucking vicious animal. Good about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, though. It's, yeah, you need to be aware that, like, we're all kind of cowards. And everyone, we're very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. All right, check this, though. For So, like... Fuck me, because I used to bank in Cincinnati at this place called Sharefax Credit Union, uh-huh. and it's, yeah, Credit Union, and because uh, I was like, man, fuck big banks, you know, I'm done with this shit. Okay, yeah. And so I moved back out here, and then they kept, like, kind of giving me a hard time. They're like, why are you spending all your money in California? You know, like, it was, I'd have to, like, call them and be like, hey, I live here. Right. Like, every month I'd have to say that. So I was like, dude, I'm going to switch to Chase, and I fucking do hate big banks. Right. They make me fucking sick, and... I had a lot of money when I moved out here, or like more money. I, you had to have, for the account I have, you have to have more than like $5,000. Yeah. And I was like, well, whatever. I, I'm fine right now. So like recently I've been on the, on the decline. Yeah. And they're charging me $12 a month for not having $5,000. Right. And instead of walking my stupid ass into Chase and canceling my account or even changing my account, I'm just letting them take $12. I've been noticing it for like the last three months. Yeah. It's probably been going on for a while because i didn't even know about it yeah but i got the thing where it's like like a limit alert so like if i go below 500 dollars, i get a message right right and i was like what's this 12 dollars? why do i keep missing this and it's for being poor yeah and it's i'm i'm gonna change it this week but like i should have changed it two months ago when i first found out about it you know what i mean yeah and i'm just handing some fucking fat cat that's a piece of shit my right. 24 36 bucks at this point yeah i think you can't avoid it though no you did you know you can but in some ways you just gotta be complacent or you just are yeah i think you just gotta relax me or sure (laughs) the general you yeah you gotta be like yeah some fat cat is ripping me off for 12 bucks but i could do something about it i could go to a different credit union or go to a different bank that doesn't charge you $12 $12 a month for having a fucking savings account. You know what I mean? Because right. there's places that don't do that. Mm-hmm. And, and you I will. But you, I shouldn't bank with Chase or Wells Fargo or Fifth Third or fucking Bank of America or any of those places because they're all terrible. They're all yeah. the people that benefited on in 2008, you know? But you've got to recognize, though. You're right. right. Totally. Yeah. And that's one thing. Because, like, banks like that, I'm kind of like, whatever. I don't really care. But, like, banks like 
Merrill Lynch or something like uh, Fannie Mae or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like these are these are totally people that got bailed out. Let's just say those people that got bailed out. Yeah. I don't. The way I see that is, I'm not going to be a sucker. I'm not going to play the game. I'll have a checking account at Chase. I don't care. That benefits me. You know, right. I can have a credit card. I can have a debit card and like manage my finances yeah. that way. Do some auto pay. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Perfect, man. It's convenient to me. Yeah. But I'll never invest my money in like Fannie Mae or something like that or a you know whatever wealth management or anything because I'm like yeah. those guys. That's when you're being dumb. That's when you're being a sucker. Because right. like, yeah, all those people that got ripped off, right. all those people that defaulted on their mortgages and stuff and got yeah. totally screwed over. Because they're matter. trying to do it again. You know, they're going to get oh. you again, dude. They're just writing the formula right now. They're waiting. They're and like, dude, if you're throwing money, if you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to wherever. I'm going to start a. You know, I mean, Chase does have those like you know investment plans or whatever. Yeah, they were trying to convince me to do that, and I'm like. Does anyone fall for this? And they do every day. They totally do. Everybody wants to get rich. They do. That's it, man. Right. Because that's what they're telling me. They're like, yeah, people see like, you know, returns on their investments. And I'm I'm like, you don't care about me. Right. You don't. Right. You don't care. You have no interest in my wealth. Right. You're just like on your own hustle. And you got to recognize like nobody's looking out for you. Right. You know. No, we're all at war with something like. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. All trying to, yeah. You know? Get get going, you know? Just get to the next level. Dude, how many people out here are trying to be someone's agent? Just like scams and stuff and like comedy scams and all. Oh, like, so many. Just because they're like, oh, you've got to look. We're going to help you. You're going to be a star. Dude, I got a story for you. Oh, you got? So when I first moved here. Oh, yeah, dude. Yes. Um, I know where you're going. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is great. Yeah. I was on this website, LA Casting. It's how you just get gigs. Mm -hmm. And I was here like two or three months. And I got a call from this guy that was like, hey, I I saw your reel. I saw your headshot. You got a look about you. Uh, I want to rep you. You know, he's like, come in. We'll do like a meeting. I wanted to do some like cold reads. And they would like, so I went in. I did some cold reads. They had like a camera set up. Yeah. And I was like, the first couple of reads, I didn't really nail it. And so I asked like the lady his like receptionist or secretary or whatever. I was like, Hey, can I like do that again? And she goes, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter. That was fine. And I was like, okay. Like I kind of really wanted to fucking nail this so I right. can get this agent. And then like, and it's weird that it doesn't matter. Right. But I was like, no, I get it. They probably just saw how I looked and how I sounded. And that's like, yeah, good enough. And I was like, whatever. Cause I, I, I wanted it to be so real, you know? Yeah. So I go into this guy's office and he was like, he was like, so tell me about yourself. And I was like, you know, I'm a comedian. I'm an actor. I'm a writer. And he was like, oh, cool. He's like, we do book publishing. We do fucking, um, I, I do agents. I do comics. He's like, I'm, I'm always hanging out at the improv. And he has like all these pictures on his wall. It's like, he's like next to Justin Timberlake. He's right. next to like uh, Nicole. What was that lady's name that died? Nicole oh, Brown. Not Nicole Anna Brown. Anna Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like on this show. He's like got all this stuff. He's okay. got this like little cute dog and it's got this like diamond chain around its neck so he looks like success yeah he's got a nice yeah. tie on and then he, he his office is in beverly hills right next to this tennis court area and i'm like dude this guy's like this is it dude right like i'm about to fucking get it you yeah. know and then he's like yeah it's pretty good he's like you're kind of overweight he's like this is la you need to like get in shape but he uh-huh. was like uh what's coming he's like think about this this is the contract and uh 
come back in in like a week and we'll talk. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I want to sign this right now. You know? Right. He's like, we do 20%. And I was like, I know that's, yeah, that's that. So I, I go in and he says like, like next week I go and he's like, so what we do is like, we take you, we're going to do like professional headshots. He's like, your headshots now are okay. But he's like, we, in order to get you to the ne- next level, mm-hmm. uh, I have a guy and we, we take pictures. And I was like, no, that's cool. Cause I found this lady off of Craigslist. Right. Uh, she took my pictures. It was like 200 bucks for like an hour uh-huh. and I was getting gigs with it, you know? And I was like, this is cool. And then, so he's like, but we do our own pictures. It's just something we do. And I was like, whatever, that sounds cool. And he was like, I signed it. And he's like, yeah, it's like $500 deposit. And I was like, yeah, okay, I can do that. You know? Cause you were bought in. Yeah. I sold. You me. thought it was legit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so like I'm leaving the office and there's like a, a, a man and his child and like another a mom and her child are in that waiting room yeah and i'm like oh cool they're getting like some kids in like yes yeah, it's, it's like a real thing yeah, yeah. and I, like there was always other people in the thing so i was like this isn't bullshit yeah and uh i come to find out i was like the thing i couldn't i couldn't get my money back so i, I called the guy i was like dude you either fucking like give me my money back or i'm gonna like protest in front right. of your building and uh-huh. he was like fuck you and i was like he said that he was basically like, no, you know, he's like, you, you, sorry, I can't refund you. Cause wait, at that point where did you, when did you realize he was like a fraud and you weren't? After I asked for my money back and it was, he said, no, like I, I was kind of thinking it was after a while. I was like, this is kind of bullshit. Like I shouldn't have to pay for headshots. We should have just like, like see what I could do right, with he, what I have. Right. And I should have the option to not do it. And he was like, no, got it. And I was like, okay, fuck this. So I made a fucking t-shirt and I wore a sweatshirt over top of it to his office, but mm-hmm. on this T-shirt, I wrote, he called himself Patrick. His name is Patrick Simpson. Yeah. And he, I wrote, Patrick Simpson is a scam artist on the front. And then I wrote, Patrick Simpson stole my money in there. So I go into his office and I was like, hey, man, I really need my money back. Um, you know, like, I don't really have a lot of money. I live in my van. And he was like, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. And I was like, dude, you either give me my money back or I will stand outside your building every fucking day and ruin your name. And he was like, I took my sweatshirt off and I yeah. was like, you think I'm fucking kidding, dude? And he was like, all right, you can have your money back. And I got my money back. But I was like, you know, that mom with the kid and nope. the dad with the kid probably weren't so lucky. They were probably like, oh, we just lost, you know, 500 bucks. Dude, I love that, man. Yeah, because they that's how that guy thrives. Like he has a Beamer. His dog's got that fucking diamond studded necklace. That's in, and he probably just got those pictures with the celebrity because he was at the right place at the right time. And then he's well, like, he is on. Uh, I watched like a Anna Nicole Smith thing on Netflix. It was like some the celebrity deaths, and yeah. he, he's like the main guy, like telling the story, like one of the interviewees on the thing. He has some like credibility, but and he's he is on another show, people. like on Bravo or some stupid fucking channel, and he does stuff. But okay. like, I saw him at the Improv one night. He was with his boyfriend. Yeah. And I about socked a dude in the face, you know? Right. Uh, but I didn't. I was like, whatever, man. It's in the past. You got your money back. Right. I at least dude. wanted to kind of say fuck you to, in his eyes, but I didn't say anything. Dude, that's, yeah. That's awesome, man. Because I, I, similar, I mean, I, when I moved here a while back, similar experience, same thing. Yeah. It was uh, Craigslist Dad. It was over in Hollywood, though. And there were, it, that office was full of people yeah all right they're just people in and out in and out in and out i was like talking to people like yeah you saw this on craigslist yeah cool cool pump you in lady talks to you tells you you're gonna be a star or whatever not really but they're like yeah we'll get you work and like you're like right. oh wow i'm gonna get an that's agent. all you want to hear 
Dude, and the thing was, there was a girl in there, all Russian, a lot of Russian people, right? And this Russian girl's like showing, she's like, oh, I got the headshots. And she like comes in, she like gives the headshots in that they had recommended to, you know, the yeah. recommendation thing. Yeah. So she gives them that, that like, they're $300 headshots. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And then I, they go in and they're like, oh, yeah, all we got to do is get your headshots. And then I realized, oh, that's how, that's how they do this. Yeah. That's how they just get, they make it look legit. They make it look like a real thing. Yeah. And then they just send you to a place to get headshots. They pump through $300 at a time. That right. office was fucking full, dude. Yeah. $300 an hour, that's lawyer money. Oh. You know what I mean? That's like. I bet they went through. I bet they went through three people an hour. Yeah. So let's say one of them. Right. Or, you know, a quarter of them. I mean, but good headshots are expensive. But they it are. is like, that's, it's a setup for sure. Oh, it's all profit, dude. Right. You got a nice camera. They're probably shitty headshots. Yeah. But that's, dude, that's it, man. It's like that. I don't know. Cause you got the, you have the same thing as I do, where it's like, for me, like a lot of times it just doesn't become about the money and it becomes about like, I'm going to make your life hell. Right. Because that's, like, that is who I am. Right. Because you're scum. Yeah, it's like you're not going to pull a fast one over on me. Yep, you picked the wrong guy. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, no, totally. Because you did that, man. Right. You don't want to be that guy. Right. It, it, it is about the money because it is like, it but is. it's not about the money. It's more about you're not getting me. Yep. I'm, I'm the fox, you're the hound, or however that movie goes. Yeah, dude. That's the, it's that, um, that's when, when I feel, I don't mind losing money. I don't mind, like, if I buy, like, I bought that TV. I, I thought maybe it didn't have an HDMI port. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, man, I, if I, I was like, if I lose it, if I have to, like, toss the TV or, like, give it out for free or something because it doesn't have what I need, I'll get rid of it. I'm like, I'd lose 90 bucks straight up. I wouldn't really care. Right. But had that guy told me it definitely had an H or like, let's say had he told me the TV worked or something like that. And I take it home and like all the ports don't work and he had ripped me off. Then I would be enraged. Right. When someone, when I feel like someone's duped me or they've like taken advantage of me or something like that. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, all right. Now, now you're going to get it. But yeah, it's like two can play at that game. Yeah. Cause you, you thought I'd roll over and die. Right. But that's the thing. So yeah, if, even if you bought it and it was on right. and it has the ports and then say if you turn it on tomorrow and it doesn't work, it's like, well, you might've lost 90 bucks, but right. it did work. You know what I mean? It's like- The guy didn't rip me off. He thought he had a working TV. Yeah. Yeah. It worked up, up until that point and it's like, you got some bad luck and 90 bucks for a TV is pretty nice. For a 51 yeah. inch TV, Yeah, it's pretty good. Nobody was, nobody's, the wool wasn't pulled over anyone's eyes. Yeah. Just to, just- Shit happens. Yeah. That's fine. Right. I don't mind shit happening. Right. But when it's wool, it's like, nah, nah, nah. I ain't no sheep, motherfucker. (laughs) That's what it is, dude. (laughs) Right. Gosh, dude. I don't. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. I have that all the time, though, with people where I'm just like, don't swindle me. No, totally. Scary, man. Yeah. Because that's what the whole, that's what America is. It's yeah. a one big, they just feed off of you. Rich people just feed off of guys like us. It's not even like super rich, just like the guy that has an office in Beverly Hills or the guy that has an office in Hollywood that's yeah. like just waiting for suckers like us to move here. Yep. 
get on LA casting or Craigslist and be like, oh, dude, I was right about myself. I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. the next Johnny Depp or whatever the fuck. Right. And you're not. Like, you're not. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to be because your dad isn't. Your dad is a like computer programmer in Cincinnati. Yep. You're not Johnny Depp. You're Johnny Depp's dad probably built the Hollywood sign. Right. Or like fucking fucked Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. At one of the in West Hollywood. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's the story of Johnny Depp. Yep. Yeah. That's why they call him old Johnny Dirty D. That's why. That's yeah. Why. I didn't know that's why they called yeah. that. And they, his name used to be Johnny Deep. Because he's know got that. a big dick. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. whatever. Just stuff. Hollywood but you're stuff. not, yeah, you're not Johnny Deep, dude. Right. Your, your dad's not Johnny Deep. Right. You're going to have to work hard. And you're they, probably still not going to get to where you really want to be. Right. But people want, they're, anyone, people are trying to sell you hope. Yeah. They're trying to take advantage of your hope. Yeah. And you got to give up hope and you got to understand that nobody is like altruistic is going to be like yeah you stranger yeah let's help you right right let's get you what you need right why but that is what they tell us yeah this is the land of opportunity right every fucking like reality shows are so big now and like the winner is always like oh look at this guy struggle this guy won master chef because he like yeah blood sweat and tears man he fucking mm-hmm. was a drug addict and now he's fucking the master chef of the world you yeah know? and it's like man I don't, everything's like that though you know right but i mean you gotta i mean he's the master chef because he worked hard no totally not because he's johnny d but that also shows that's probably like scripted to where it's like sure that guy's got the look he's got the story right. he's got we'll play it up smiles real good look at those yeah. teeth that guy yeah but people want yeah, I'm sure that's right. Yeah. People want, though, the easy route. Yeah. And they're looking for it everywhere. Yeah. They'll delude themselves into believing. Right. And it's easy. Yeah. And people are snakes, man. Snakes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust anybody, man. Dude, same. I don't... Dude, I don't... I, but I feel like I am a... I, I'm always getting duped by something. Like, I'm... I'm like, I don't trust people, but then I'm like, no, this guy, this is cool. This is going to be cool. You know? And then it's not, like, I was beyond getting duped when I first moved here. I was like, this whole thing's pretty much bullshit. But then that agent guy got me, you know? Just so much stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you do get it sometimes. But now I think I'm so far on the other side where I'm like, I'm kind of overly... Like, like cautious. Nah, fuck you, man. Fuck, yeah. Why would you do that? And then that can be sudden, dangerous too, because that can like limit your opportunities. Oh yeah. Of stuff. You gotta know. I mean, you gotta trust your intuition. But yeah. I'm, I'm so much at the point where I feel like I've been like just fucked over so many <laughs> times. Where I'm like, anyone that does anything nice. There was one time actually, I because I was it was when I just moved here. But like some buddies and I were on Santa Monica Boulevard, just like walking down the street, and. This guy's like, hey, do you guys want to come into this thing? Like, I got these tickets for the... And, you know, immediately when you hear that, it's middle of the day. And this guy's like, yeah, it's like a party in there. I'm like giving out these tickets immediately. That is like all like red flag sirens going up. Like, this guy is trying to like hustle us for something. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah. I got a group on and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know what he's selling. If he's... 
But he's like, no, I'm giving them out for free. Take them. You can go in here. I have too many. My friends didn't show up. You can go in there. And we're like, oh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I like the walls came down because I'm like, oh, nope. This is actually, this is just a guy trying to be cool. Because I eventually saw through it where I'm like, he's not asking for money. He just has these papers he printed out and he's like, they're going to waste. And I was like, oh no, there are, there are people Right. That there are, and I realized I'm like, there's nothing to lose here. And we went in, and it was a, it was like a brewery party thing. It was like there were like burlesque dancers and stuff, and there was free alcohol. Uh, and it was insane. Yeah. And it was amazing. Sounds great. It was like a fifty dollar thing. Yeah. And we got in for free. And it was, but I remember seeing him and like initially being like, like being angry with this dude because i'm like he's trying to rip me off he's yeah. just like this guy's because that's what it is yeah but then eventually like five minutes into talking to him I'm like oh this is just a nice guy that's trying to like hook us up yeah and i was like whoa maybe chill out a bit it's why i never scalp tickets though because i'm always like i'm gonna get up there and it's gonna be like beep beep invalid and then i wasted yep 50 bucks on this fucking ticket yep yeah every time I'd rather spend yeah. an extra 30 bucks and just make sure it's a real ticket. I'd rather get screwed over by the Verizon Center than yeah. get screwed over by some chunk. Trusting the wrong guy again? Yeah. Yeah. Because at least they get to see the concert. Right. Yeah, man. What do you want to rap on, man? Rap, like wrap it up on? Yeah, dude. You want to do your Buddha quote? I guess. Yeah. I want to hear it. All right. So this is the, I don't know if this is my favorite Buddha quote. Yeah, no, but it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, what you think you become, what you feel you attract and what you imagine you create. Wait, say it one more time. What do you think you become? Okay. What do you feel you attract? What do you imagine you create? So it's like your perspective thing, you know? Yeah. Everything you think and kind of do is who you become self-fulfilled yeah like self-fulfilled prophecy yeah if you focus on the negative and if you don't imagine you won't create yeah anything because like uh like einstein ever seen like i've watched this einstein documentary and they were like this guy's a failure he's an idiot yeah and he was like no man there's this there's something and he just kept like working all this stuff. Like he knew there was something, but everybody thought he was just like a lunatic person. Right. You know? And then it turns up or turns out that Einstein is now what we refer to as like one of the smartest people to ever walk this earth. Yeah. Cause he stayed thinking about what he was thinking. He right. Never he knew focused. what he saw and what he imagined. And then he created it. Yeah. And then it's like he's Albert Einstein, the smartest guy. Ever. Of all time. Yeah, yeah, it's like synonymous with intelligence. Yeah, he's the Frank Sinatra of scientists. Yeah, yeah. I would say Frank Sinatra is the singer of... I, I don't know what I'm saying. I would say Frank Sinatra is the Lee Harvey Oswald of music. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. It's... it. He is the, like, standard. Yeah. But yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think so, man. That's especially when like being confronted with people telling you you're an idiot. It's yeah. easy to like focus on 
that and think that you are an idiot. Right. You know? Yeah, it's hard. Kind of like we were talking with the cancer thing, like getting diagnosed with something. Then you're like, you're like, oh shit, dude, I'm going to die. Right. So you, you kind of like create yourself, you know, right. kind of create a downward spiral for yourself. You create your own debt. Yeah. And why not die thinking you're going to live? Right. You know? Right. What's the harm? Yeah. That's, yeah. And then you feel, what was it you, you attract what you feel? Yeah. Yeah. So that, I do kind of agree with that because it is like when I was in Cincinnati, uh, before I moved out here, I was at like the, probably the lowest point of my life. Yeah. And I just had this like relationship with this chick and it was just the worst. Right. And I like, I was in a bad place. She was at a bad place. And it was just like always breaking up, breaking up, breaking up, you know, get back together, break. It's just like, yeah, whatever you feel, you attract that, you know? Yeah. If you're that person that's like, oh my God, hey, how's it going? You know, that's going to be your, your friend group's going to be. They're not going to hang out with you if you don't match that energy. Right. Like us, we're just like these guys that are like, man, fuck, fuck everything. Right. You know? So like, yeah, obviously we get along great, yeah. you know? I'm like, talk on my podcast. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then if some dude's like, isn't life just great? You know, like coffee, right. birds, the ocean. I'm like, yeah. no, dude, no, coffee's good, but the rest of it, birds will shit on you yeah. and you'll drown in the ocean and there's sharks, no. Right. You know? Let's not hang out. Right, right. Yeah. Let's wallow in our, in our sorrow. Exactly. <laughs> that's where I'm most comfortable, most happy. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting because I think that is... That is true. That is crazy, though, because you think about that and, like, you and your ex-girlfriend, you, yeah, you do, you, you just, you attract each other. Right. You know? Yeah. You just, if you're negative, the more negative will find you. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're positive, the positivity will. Will find you. Yeah, and you might bring that out of other people in your life. Yeah. You know? No, I think it's kind of how I got the girlfriend I have now. Like when I first moved out here, I was like, dude, life is great. It's great. And my girlfriend's like the happiest person. Right. Of all, like, I don't think she has bad days. Yeah. You know, but like I'm back now where I've like, I'm here, been here for like almost three years. And I'm like kind of jaded by LA and I'm like, man, fuck this. And she's always like, let's go do stuff. And I'm like, you're fucking being too happy right now. I just kind of want to lay in bed all day. Yeah. (laughs) So you come over here and do the hang out with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, though. It's, uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard, though, because you got it, it, sometimes it's hard to stay positive, you know, but right. if you want to keep it around, if you want to keep the positivity around, I think it's uncomfortable when yeah. someone's being positive and you want to wallow. But it is like, you know, they say like the five people you hang out with the most, like influence your personality the most. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if I'm hanging out with someone that's always positive, that's like, because I can I can get like super sad, you know. So yeah. like, it's probably a good thing, you know, that that she has a pug, right? And she's super happy. Because if I'm like around like a chick like I used to date, and I'm like, man, you know, life is just like, yeah, sucks, you know. Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it sucks. And I'm like, let's just do some cyanide, dude, and right. fucking get out of here. Yeah, because you're right, it sucks. But like, like, what if we? What's the point? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you surround yourself with the wrong crew. It's like, yeah, you know, like certain people we know are like, yeah. Well, that's what even in your first podcast you talked about that man. Yeah, You're just like, oh yeah, I, I was 
in this, you know, whoever you are around and what you like the, whatever, what, like even working at go bananas or whatever, it was just, you were in it, man. You're right. just like all in, but then Can't once turn you the left, party off, it's like, right. The bar is always right there. Yeah. You're Other just, things are happening, you know, proximity, right? So you're in it, dude. Right. And it's hard to shake that. Right. Cause everyone is trying to do it. Like, right. Peer pressure. Yeah. Just, you want to, like, what else are you going to do? What's one more time going to hurt? You know, one right. more time. Yeah. Because it is momentarily, even just, like, being negative with another person. Yeah. Like, because I don't think, like, our conversation is negative. I think it was positive. No, I think it's just honest. Yeah, just yeah. honest, man. I think, there, like I said, I think there's something liberating in just saying, you know, like, I'm going to relax a bit. I'm not going to sweat about the, you know. Doesn't really mean anything, yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's positive but i think there is something when two people are being negative there's like a thrill and like talking shit or a thrill and bitching about something yeah and it's momentary also you know getting drunk and getting high right you know regularly like momentarily it's fun yeah but then like you said it just ultimately puts you in a place where you're like and then you know like it's it puts you in a place of negativity yeah it can be just like a downward spiral Right. Which was, I don't know, I thought that was cool in your last podcast where you came out here and you were just like starting fresh, you know, just like everything blank slate. And I think that more people should do that. I think a lot of people need it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think for me, it was kind of like the only way I I follow this stupid thing. I follow like some like positive quote things on Twitter. Yeah. And this one is always like, never go back to the place that broke you, you know? Ah. And I, I don't really say that Cincinnati like broke me. I, I mean, I could I say it was it. Chicago yeah. or whatever, but it was like, that was like my darkest times yeah. for the three or four years I went back to Cincinnati. And then I like out here, like I'm not super happy out here. Like it is like LA is kind of like, it's kind of a shit town. Like people right. are fucking real. It's like a lonely town, you know? Uh-huh. And part of me is like, I want to move back there. But then it is like, but then I'm just going to be back, you know, right. making it snow you know right. what I'm saying? Hanging out. You're going to go back to the same... You're going to do that. If you did that, you'd go back. Right. You'd, you'd fall right back to where you were. Yeah. No, totally. And it's just like, what's more important? Like kicking it with my friends and my family or like mm-hmm. being healthy and like somewhat yeah. happy. I don't know. Well, do what you... I mean, you got to do. Like, let's say you're here for a while and you're like, you know what? You know, it's a lonely town. And yeah. then you can, there are other places than Cincinnati and LA. No, totally. But I think like part of the reason that I don't like this, cause it is like, you know, like obviously our parents are getting older right, or whatever. And like my sister just had a baby. My brother had a baby. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, I'm missing out on like seeing these little babies right. like grow up. And like, this is like when they're cool and they're fun, you know? And I'm right. like missing like, I mean, I'm not trying to be too dark, but like yeah. the end of my parents' life kind of like this yeah. is. I mean, maybe they'll live to be, they'll outlive me. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. But like, I'm missing them and mm-hmm. I'm out here mainly just moping around, you know, being like, oh man, the open mics fucking really suck, you yeah. know, or like everyone sucks or like, I'm not getting on this show or like, right. Agents are duping me or like whatever the yeah. fuck, you know? Yeah. So it's like the constant battle of like, what's like, what's what, you know? Yeah. It, I think it goes back to that. Just like. Because I have that too. I totally do. Like one decision when I was thinking about moving out here is like my parents and like being away from my family. Because I was like, oh, even when I was in Cincinnati, I was like pretty close to family. 
and I'd go home for like Thanksgiving and stuff. And now I'm yeah. like, oh, my parents, my parents are old, man. And I was, I was like, okay, this is a decision because I am this bet. I have to make this good because I am sacrificing that. Right. But I think it comes back to just like relax. Yeah. Go home, fly home, spend a little bit of cash, fly home when you want to. Yeah. I don't worry about saving money as much anymore because I'm like, just. They're going to steal it from me in the end anyway. Exactly, <laughs> man. Someone could steal my identity and right. wipe it. So I'm like, just have enough. If you want me. mine, my social security number just is 291 843639. I am it. Robbie. Be me. I have nothing. There. Take it. There, just be me. Yeah. Just, you don't want this. You don't. <laughs> Someone please take my yeah, identity. I will switch any of you right now. You're debt free though, right? Yeah, I'm debt free, but I'm also like, I just got my first, I filed bankruptcy like a couple years ago. Oh yeah. And uh, I just got my first credit card, Capital One, and okay. my interest rate's like 20%, Yeah, which is just like criminal. It's yeah, bananas. But they know they're they're like this guy's thirsty to get his credit back. This right. dude wants to buy a house and a car. Yep. Which is the American dream. So now I got like I owe like eight hundred bucks. I'm like borrowing money from like my little brother, my yep. older brother, my girlfriend, and it's just like someone steal my identity. Right. I can't yeah, I can't get me. a job out here. I had a job, I got fired. I've just been on food stamps for like six months. I can't get shit going. Yeah. But that's it's all part of it though. It's awesome. No, I'm having the yeah. like yeah, I mean, I'm get I get to write every day. I get yeah. to fucking do stand up whenever I want. Got a cool ass girlfriend. Yeah, I get. She yeah. has a cool job where I get to use her car and it's free gas. Yeah, it's a nice car's got a sunroof and four butt warmers. What up? But I still get down, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Right. And like, yeah, you got. It's all perspective. You just finished a book. Yeah. You know, it's all. Yeah, there's there's gonna be good in your life. There's gonna be bad in your life. What are you gonna right. focus on? No, that's the thing. It is like, yeah, thirty two. Just finished up my second book. You know, I finished up a screen pl- or a pilot. I mean, obviously nothing's been like bought or like I'm not making any money yet at it. But yeah. it's like I'm doing stuff, you know, yeah. just featured at Go Bananas. Just like got a good tape. I'm like, maybe I'll do something with this tape. You right. know what I mean? So it's like I got to be happy even at the, re- the results. Not what I want. Like I'm not selling million. I'm not JK Rawlings right. or I'm not on Conan or whatever. It's, but that's the shit that gets me down. But it's like, dude, you got a cool life, you know? Right. I had two avocado trees at one point. They died, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. You got to look at that shit. You growing those on the roof? What's that? You growing those on the roof? Yeah. No, I had them. Uh, we had an older, at our old place, we had like bigger windows, like a lot of light. Yeah. And these things were taken off. And then we went out of town for something and they came back. Goddamn things were dead. Ah, oh, it's too bad. I spent like $300 on these trees. I didn't get even like a avocado. These didn't even bloom. Fastgrowingplants.com. Fuck you. Yeah. They'll never be a sponsor <laughs> of this podcast. Right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Maybe sponsor. Yeah. More sponsor. Yeah. Then you're cool. Right. I'll take that back. Yeah. Sponsor me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's. Um, yeah. You can have that. I think ultimately, like success wise, it's all. I don't. Even when people are like, oh, I didn't get this. I'm not doing like a Conan set or something. I'm like, if you like stand-up, right. you should just like doing stand-up. Just have fun at it. You shouldn't look at these like benchmarks and stuff. But I think part of what it is is like, you know, you get on the right festival or you get on TV. Yeah. And then your opportunity to get on stage and do like 30 or 45 every night is tenfold. You know, like... Got it. We have the opportunity right now from where we are is like... 
we might do three to five minute open mics. Like sometimes we might do 10 right. at these little shows, but like if you get the right credit or meet the right guy or whatever, then, mm-hmm. then you can have one album, two albums. Or right. Like, it maximizes your opportunity for what you want to do. Right. Whereas like right now, like we might not be able to get a guest set right. at the club down the street or something. Gotcha. So yeah, that that is true because it does your your success in comedy is will inhibit you from doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, but again, you know, it's we live in a town where we can get up every night, and that's just got to focus on positive stuff. No, sure, sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, man. Because I when I see your life, I'm like, Shelby's got it, man. No, from the outside yeah. looking in, I'm yeah. like, this is tight. But then yeah. like. I woke up today and I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to do. I'm, I was going to tell you, I was like, dude, I can't fucking come over today. I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. I just was having one of those. Are you going to funk? One of those years, you know, yeah. where I'm just like, I'm down for the year, dude. I'm not getting back up. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's LA for me though. Or maybe that's just my life. It's just like one month I'm like, things are lining up and I'm like, oh dude, this is great. And then like the next month there's not shit happening. I'm like. I might just fucking like go move in a cave or die. You right. know what I mean? Like nothing matters. Nothing matters. That's the that's the that's the quote I think of depression is a guy saying nothing matters. Right. I don't give a shit about anything. Right. Because it doesn't matter, but also like you have to. That's the thing. You have to have something to strive for, like a Conan. You do. Or like a Heath Ledger getting his Oscar. Like there's right. always something to strive for, and if you have nothing, no goals or no aspirations, it's like. It doesn't matter. Like, there's nothing. Right. And even when you get in those modes where you're like, I don't even care if I get my goal. Right. I used to have this goal, but now I don't even. Like, if I got it, I wouldn't even give a shit. Yeah. That's the... Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. Dude, that's the... That's, I, that's, I think... I don't know if it comforts you at all, but I think it is most people. Most people that are willing to live outside their comfort zone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... When I first went back to Cincy, we, me and my buddy would always like spray paint shit. Uh-huh. And I remember we didn't do like graffiti. It wasn't like we wouldn't do like whatever, like gang signs. We right, would like yeah. write quotes on this bridge yeah. that were like super like liberal quotes or something or just yeah. like woke thing, whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah. it. And my buddy wrote this thing on this wall. It said, apathy is toxic. And to me, that's like the greatest thing that I've ever heard. Cause it is like, if you're apathetic, right? it is just like, it's like, it just grows and grows and grows. Like if you don't give a fuck, yeah, it just rubs off. It's all, it's like written on your whole face, you right. know? Like when I was talking about my dark time, I remember this is the dumbest thing, but I was at Kroger. It was like one of those things where like the gas was like $5 a gallon. And then one day it went down to like $4 a gallon. And I was like waiting in this big line. I saw this opening and I like pulled up and like started getting gas. And this lady was like, you took my spot. And this lady was like a conservative bitch i'm gonna right. call her and i was like lady i don't give a fuck and my beard was like down to my dick and balls and i was just like she was like obviously and i was like oh shit like i'm a real fucking piece of shit right now you know what i mean how like, did you interpret that obviously like obviously i don't give a fuck it's like written on my shitty car yeah my dirt my bad cl- like my raggedy she got to you right i'm not i'm just doing whatever because i don't care like if someone did that to me now, I'd punch him in the face. I'm like, dude, I was next in line. That's how the fucking, that's how you do stuff. Right. All right. 
Even though it doesn't matter, but like. So you think the sign of your, like that you would have said something, you would have been, you would have like pushed back had you not been depressed. But the fact that she said that to you and you're just like having a moment where you're like, this lady's right. Yeah. So that was the tell that you're like, I'm, I have no passion. I have, yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you treating... Yeah. I don't know. That lady could have been yeah, the love of my life, you know? Knows, and I just walked man. out and I was like, fuck you, you know? It's like... I like a nice, like, conservative bitch, dude. Sure. That's my type. Tina Fey, like, yeah. Sarah Palin, that's... Love it, yeah. Yeah, real face sitters, you know? Yeah, man. That notorious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, not- leave the glasses on. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Could have been. Right. But Wait. I think that's what it is. It's just like you... You stop giving a fuck and it's just, it grows and grows and grows until like, yeah, it explodes or implodes or whatever you want to call it. You, you blow your head off. Yeah. Yeah. You got to nip it in the butt. Dude. Right. Before it nips you in the butt. Yep. Take a Prozac, man. Or whatever you got to do. My cat's isn't mine. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Anything. Uh, yeah. Anything else? I don't know. I guess, yeah, I've just finished this book. Um, What's it called? I don't know what it's called yet. I, I think I want to call it The the Wolf Who Cried Me. Uh, oh, that's... Also, you, did you come up with that just recently? Yeah, like two days ago. Okay, yeah. I was also thinking pauperism could have been good. All right. Um, originally, I was going to call it The Road Less Traveled. There's yeah. just like all these things I'm throwing around with it. But I kind of like The Wolf Who Cried Me. Yeah, it's pretty good. I guess I don't know. It's yeah. it's got it's most catchy out of all the things, and like, like the very first line in the book is just like, I'm at the hospital and I'm like, hey, I want to I want to kill myself, and that's like the very first line. Uh huh. So it's just like, right there, you it just like translate from the title to the, the book. You right. Know? Just boom, boom. You're like, oh, I get what this is about. I see where this is going. Yeah, and then yeah. it's just kind of that that whole story of just like digging your own grave or just like having yeah just so depressed you you know nothing matters or like i don't know yeah just uh i don't really know how to describe it yeah it's like memoir type thing it is uh i just started getting into like charles bukowski and like he writes from his life um like his he's charles bukowski but in his three books his like most famous books. He's uh, Henry Chinaski. Okay. So like it's like a fictional tale. So like it's probably not all real. Uh, so it's kind of like that. Like it's kind of like based upon my life, but it's about this guy Joe Jenkins. So it's like it's like a fictional. But it's a narrative. Yeah. The it's whole like way from through. My from my like yeah, it's my life in a fictional sense. Yeah. Um. It's kind of like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is like, because I'm trying to write this query letter, and that's the fucking thing. What's a query letter? It's a thing you write to agents so that they would like read your book and get it published. Yeah. And it's like, it has to be like so precise because it's like, that's the thing that opens the door for them to read even the title of the whatever. Right. And I sent it to my buddy. Like, I was like, dude, this is, this query letter is perfect. You know, my brother read it until he read it. And they were like, that's great, dude. That was really good. And then I said it to my writing friend today. Yeah. You met that Char guy. Uh-huh. Um, he was like, honestly, man, he's like, it's not good. He's like, you're trying to be like too like literarily, like all your words are like too big and uh-huh. like, you're not really getting to the points. 
And I was like, God damn it. You know? Like, right. People tell you honesty and you're like, just. It's what I want. I don't yeah, want to send some fucking wrong right. thing to some. Yeah. And ruin my shot at this thing. Yeah. Just tell me it's shit. Like. It's more important than the book. Right. Yeah. Just tell me like it is so I can fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Send it to me. Yeah. All right. I won't give you tips on it because I have no idea what someone would want to see. But. but that's what he said too. He's like, I don't even know what a query letter is. But he oh, was okay. like, like he's he's a writer, but he's like more into like screenplays and right. mainly comedy stuff. Um, and his book's like not funny. Well, I guess part of it's funny, but whatever. Um, and he was like, dude, I don't really know. But he was like, this is how I feel about it. Right. That's what you asked him. Yeah. Yeah. But like my brother's a nurse. And so he's like reading it and he's like, oh, this sounds like words that are yeah you know it seems like this seems as a credible thing as a like a query letter yeah, it sounds like professional seems legit to me yeah but i don't know shit right right yeah yeah i guess it's good to have you gotta learn you gotta like it yeah i'm gonna send it to ali waller yeah do it i'm going to i'm like what do you think about this query letter yeah and i'm gonna she's probably gonna be like get fucked and i'm gonna be like yeah, no, I'm into th- like fine. Yeah. I'm gonna jack off, but right. But in the meantime, right. Read Help it. me, yeah, <laughs> dude. I yeah, send it to me. I will. I want to check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this has been great, man. Yeah, it's another. This is always fun. Yeah, it's dope. Yep. Say goodbye to everyone. That's the thing I'm doing. Uh, everybody could be dead soon. So uh, see ya. Yep. God bless you, and God's not real. But if that's what you believe in, guys, look, it's meaningless. All right, have a great day. All right, thanks, Joe.